Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I am obviously your host because I do this show. And tonight we have with us Mr. Joey Labossier. Say hello, Joey. Hi. How is everybody doing? Good job, Joey. He's he's nervous. We're all kind of nervous. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been de- DMing me that they're nervous for tonight's show. So really quick, I'm going to run through. We got we have the early birds in here. I've had early birds in here since like 610. So I had Sneaks in here and Double N, Glenn, and Texas Mike. Hello. Welcome to the live. Starboard Patriot. Joyce, just everybody, welcome to the live, you guys. I hope you guys are having a fantastic night. Joey, welcome to the show. It's been a minute. Well, it's yeah. not been a minute, but holy cow. I got to scroll to the bottom of my comments. Hold on. Here we go. I feel like the atomic bomb is about to go off. Okay, Joey. Hi. <sighs> I know. It feels like it's been a long time coming, but it really hasn't. But uh-uh. here we are, and it, it just feels kind of divine, right? Like it all fell perfectly together. It did. It worked out. It's still working itself out, but yeah. like it worked. Yes. Let's just go with yes. I like divine. We're going to do that. So there's a story there. So a couple things. Um, one, if you guys have questions for Joey, I'm going to be kind of watching the comments, and I will throw them up as I go as we normally do. Two, um, I, wanted, I'm, I brought you. Oh God, I got to look this way. So I brought, I brought you on. I wanted everybody to kind of share your story. I wanted you to share your story with everybody. Everybody kind of knows that I jumped into this with you. Um, yeah. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Really? Are we going to fight? We're going to fight. This camera is driving me nuts. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But I really want you to kind of tell people how you got started doing what you do. Why you do what you do. How did you get here? Like, because you were, you were like. If I remember, you were like a security guard at a prison or something at some sort, weren't you? Yeah, I worked in a correctional. uh, So I worked 10 years in in a correctional facility as a correctional officer, uh, five years in segregation and five years in a maximum security prison. Uh, I was also part of the emergency response team, which is like your internal SWAT team uh, in the prison. Okay. Um, So I'll just jump right into it. Um, (laughs) Let's do it. 15 years of on and on depression and anxiety, mostly depression. Uh, a lot of drinking, a lot of partying, and a lot of uh, chasing dopamine for me uh, over those years. And I had no real idea why the hell I was in so much pain. Um, I'll probably get emotional through this because I usually do when I tell my story. But um, that's that's part of healing is being vulnerable and, and, and just being able to go there. So um, hit rock bottom in 2016. I had a uh, – my son might have been – less than two years old and my my daughter was two months old left my family was completely destroyed um like my rock bottom right it was, i was in a in a ditch i couldn't get out of so um thoughts of suicide thoughts of everything you could think of um again more drinking more drugs partying just getting away from it um long story short i had a near-death experience in Chris, christmas 2017 and that was my big moment of clarity uh, i was ice fishing uh and i was we were pulling two snowmobiles yes you're, you're smiling because i was ice fishing right? I, know. <laughs> I love i like to fish i, I don't do it so care for ice fishing but canadian, canadian plaid so. Can I, I am i'm gonna come to canada and go fishing so we that's the whole thing <laughs> so we were ice fishing and we were pulling two snowmobiles and uh hit some black ice doing you know 60 miles an hour lost control everything slowed right down like they they say it does and uh my brother and i were in the back seat and i remember just looking towards him his eyes being 
you know, as, as big as can be. And I just thought like, that was it. Um, that was the moment that I thought it was over and I knew I'd left my kids and my wife and it was just a mess. And we were guided gently and beautifully into the ditch by angels is, is what I believe. And, uh, I, we came out of that unscathed the next morning I woke up and I knew I had to make some changes in my life. Uh, see my bullshit for what it was because it's usually the first thing you kind of got to do when it comes to this stuff um so i lost my phone that night i picked up some books and uh, i started reading some things and the magic i think i told you about the book the magic Uh, i I ordered it you told it was more like you need to order this book and then you need to order that book and you need to write down things that you're grateful for and you need to read this book to will tell you why and i ordered it and I haven't because I'm going to Wyoming and we're going to get into kind of that too. So I haven't really cracked it open yet. And I ordered another book. So I'm taking them with me to Wyoming too, because there's really not much for cell service there. So I'm going to do this whole thing in Wyoming. Um, go- somebody asked if you're from Canada. Yes, Joey is from Canada. Yeah, I am. Um, so you're going to disconnect to reconnect is what you're going to do. Essentially, yes. I'm going to, and I'm going, I mean, I know they hate it, but I'm going alone. I'm taking the... Well, I'm taking the meditating Frenchie. I'm taking the Bucky the Beaver, and I'm gonna go and and I'm gonna try and do. I, I I've done the rock bottom thing. Um, yeah. But I haven't done. It's just it's. I think it's different, and I think everybody's experience is gonna be a little bit different. So yeah. we had talked before this. So you picked up a book and you, yeah, you just started to read it, and you were like, "That's it." you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to hypnotize people and I'm going to wake them up. Not quite. Um, but I really did jump into this book and I, I, I randomly heard about it. And I, you know, everybody hears about gratitude, right? Like mm-hmm. gratitude. You're, everybody thinks, well, I'm grateful for my wife, my kids. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my whatever. But there's a difference between saying you're grateful and actually getting in into the feeling of being grateful for something and tapping into the emotion of that. And that book really explains it. And it it ripped my world wide open. And it, it was the reason it saved my marriage. It it allowed everything to come back together. Um, So I started doing this work, the gratitude work and the universe has this weird thing of giving you more when you start to trust where you're at and own where you, who you are. So I started doing the gratitude work. Things started to get better at home. Like, Came, came back to the family, started realizing what I had in front of me. One thing led to the next. I read another book, and I'll get into that book too later. And then um, I was at work. I was on a 16-hour shift, and my, my wife, we were starting to work things out again. She calls me. She's like, there's this dude on Facebook you got to check out. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, What's it about? She, she's like, he's a clinical hypnotherapist. I'm like, fuck. I'm thinking hypnotherapy. I'm thinking smoking and I'm thinking weight loss, maybe some stage show, like most people think of hypnosis. And I'm like, yeah. So I get home, it's like almost midnight. And she's like, just go check this out. So I go on, she replays the video. And this guy starts talking about his past and his trauma. And his mom had killed him, killed herself when he was, I think, 10, like really young. So he had all this pain and sadness around that and, and guilt and, and thinking it was his fault and he was a bad kid and all this blah, blah, blah. And he was telling me how hypnosis allowed him to go back and heal his wounds that he didn't even know he had. So it really struck a chord with me. And, and there was a few other things that came up during the live or during the video. And I was like, 
this is just hitting me too hard. I, I gotta, I gotta look into this. And, and I looked at my wife and I'm like, this is huge. She's like, what, you're going to go work with him? I said, no. I said, I gotta go do this. She's I like, gotta go be him. I gotta go do that. I, uh -huh. I swear to God. And I had no clue. I'm having that feeling. <laughs> the universe shit, right? We talk about this yeah. together. It was the biggest moment of, in, of an intuitive pull that I've ed I'd ever had at the time. I swear. It was like, I couldn't ignore it. If I would have ignored it, my dog's trying to get in. I got to get her in. He's the second best dog in the world. <laughs> yeah. So, so really quick, the books I will post um, after the live, I'll post them to Instagram with the reel and everything, and I'll post the names of the books and any information that you guys want from this live, I will absolutely get it to you. So, yeah. so, so I'm there listening and I'm like, I got to do this. And my, my wife honestly thought I was nuts. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know what it is, but just let me roll with this. So a calling, Sonia said a calling. She, you're absolutely right. And this is one, one of the moments that I really started to realize, like, holy shit, there's signs and there's messages when you pay attention. And the work I had been doing leading up to that moment was I was meditating again, which I hadn't done in years. I picked up the magic. I was doing the gratitude work. And I was starting to really get in. I got chills right now. Okay. Like just chills down my body talking about it. I was starting to get in touch with who I was again. I was so lost. So I call, I, I reached out to this guy. His name's Adrian Wesley. He's online. He's, he's quite, he's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, okay. Reached out to him online, asked him where he went to school within a, within a week. I think it was five days. I had called the school, talked to Jen who runs the school. I was registered. I flew across the country and I went into the full-time class. Now, in my mind, I was just going to do this to help people because I've always wanted to help people. Mm -hmm. Little did I know that during this work, I would be in the chair. So you're working. You, you got to go through it to be able to yeah. do it. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, okay, this is going to be awesome. And then I realized, oh, shit, we're going to go through this. We're, yeah. we're going to get thrown in the ringer and, and we got to feel what it looks like to heal. So I get into school and the first three times that I'm in the chair, I cry for 40 minutes. Like I, for the week. I told you guys, whoa. like, it's just not. But what people don't get is I had no idea how much I was still holding on to. Like I knew about my traumas and the shit that I've been through, but I had no idea how much it had a grip on me. And I'd say 95% of the clients that I work with don't know on a conscious level where their issues are rooted. They know where their traumas were and some of them, and they know like, okay, that hurt. That really sucked. But they very rarely know how old they really are. So a few big traumas came back through this process where I was 32 at the time going like, I knew those, I knew about those moments. I was like, hey, that sucked. But in my mind, I was like, Fuck it. Throw it in the back of the car and keep driving, right? My right. whole life, I was just like, screw it. I don't care. Time heals everything. Right. Well, it was the opposite. Oh, no. that, it, just, it just sits there. Well, the subconscious does, the number one job of the subconscious mind is to keep you safe emotionally. So when something happens that really hurts you, it does a really good job of suppressing it and locking it up. And in the beginning, Locking that up serves you because it allows you to keep going in life. It allows you to keep moving forward. Right. But if it's not dealt with, it's going to manifest, not 100%, but a lot of times it'll manifest into different things for you. And you won't even know where it comes from. 
So like, what would, what would an example of one of those things be? For, for me, it was self-sabotage. So I had so much guilt and, and uh, I would say shame around some of these events that I was, went through that my, I didn't, I, I hated myself. I really, really did. I hated myself at a deep, deep level. I was really good at wearing masks in different uh, social scenes or, or you know groups of people. I'd wear this mask here, wear that mask there. But it was always the life of the party. It was always easy to get along with. But deep down, I was screaming. Like, I was screaming. And so I'd drink, and I'd be the life of the party. Uh, so what, what, what it was was I would so – I said about – talked about self-sabotage. Whenever life would get really good and I'd start to climb out of my depression or I'd start my relationships would start to get better, I'd go and mess it up. And I'd on do purpose. it over and over and over. Not on purpose, but it was a cycle. It's like as soon as things were really good and I was getting real love and real good, real good stuff, right. I'd find a way to mess it up because I only learned later is that I wasn't worthy. So my real deeper beliefs weren't aligned with what I wanted. So my subconscious was like, sorry, dude, you're not worthy of this. There's a lot of shit you did. There's a lot of shame and guilt. So we're going to go here. Whenever something really good comes into your experience, you're going to find a way to throw a wrench into things. And that's what I did for 15 years over and over and over again. And it was maddening because when I started to become aware of it, because awareness is, is, is the mm-hmm. kind of like first step up into healing you start to see yourself doing these things and you're like okay this doesn't serve me but here i go again well this doesn't serve me but here i go again and here i go again and i can't stop the cycle well everything was rooted in two three main things in my life and with hypnosis it allowed me to go back to those moments look at myself at that and be there with my younger self and forgive and let that energy out because there's a lot of trapped emotion, right? That's what, that's what trauma is. It's trapped emotion and it's locked up and you don't know how to get rid of it. So it manifests into anger and depression into anxiety into outbursts into drinking, like, you know, all those things. And it's, it was, it was all rooted there. So I, I did some super deep healing in those, uh, in that month and a half. Uh, well, less than that, it happened very quickly. And then from there, you know, it, it sounds cliche, but you, you, you break away from the chains that have been holding you down for years and years and years. And I started to be able to look at myself in the mirror and say that I loved me. And I'd never been able to say that. Like, I really mean that. Like, if you'd asked me at the time, Joey, do you love you? Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of us can't say it. Like, no. not legit. Like, yeah, I love myself. Of course I do. No. But that's ego. But it's it, 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 when you start to love yourself, you begin to get glimpses into what it feels like to be unstoppable because it needs to start there. You can't love your partner fully. You can't love your kids fully. And I know that, just hear me out. When you love you first and you pour into your cup, it overflows into everything else. But if there's stuff that's holding you back, shit you've been through, shit you did, that stuff doesn't define you, but you got to find a way to heal it. Like, it, it changed my life. Like from then to now, I can't even express what my life has, how it's changed. Like it's, it's next level. And then it's brought me to this where I've made it my mission to help as many as I can. And then from there, it's turned into a whole other spiritual. Um, That's like a whole thing. 
adventure. Right, it's an adventure. That's what we're calling it. It's an adventure. It's like the Shipwreck Joey adventure time series. Anyway, so I know that like a lot of us have here, you got to heal it. You got to dig down. You got to find it. You got to heal it. And, and I'm, not, I'm not coming for you or anybody else, but we hear that a lot. Yep. And everyone's like, yeah, I know. But how? And then they're like, well, you just do. <laughs> like, yeah, no, not always that easy. So talk to me a little bit about how do you, I'm going to make sure I didn't, I don't think I missed anything. We're good. Um, how do you do, I mean, how do you, how do you, I don't want to say that you heal people, but you help people help themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I think this is so, un- not unique. So first I'm going to say my technique of healing, helping people heal is not going to be for everyone. And even if the technique is the one you want, I'm not going to resonate with everyone. I'm not going to be your everybody's person, and I don't want to be. But when you find that person and you find, okay, like this is this seems right, a good guide will guide you where you need to go to deal with your shit, period. It's yours to deal with. No, no one's going to do it for you, but I've become really good at bringing people where they need to go. And, and you know what? It's, it's raw and it's heavy sometimes and it's you got to be vulnerable you got to trust like listen you know we went there now yeah right? we're there now like and we had to go fast it was too. Quick. but yeah. when you're i don't want to say brave enough but when you're ready to go there you're gonna see you're, you're gonna unlock things that you never thought possible because you've been so busy being in this cycle of, of not enough not worthy and it's not you like i got chills again it's not you. It's your little inner you. It's the little child in you that's still there, still alive, alive and well. You know, time is a human construct. That little girl's still there. But when, you're able, when you're able to go back and say, look, girl, I got you. I got your back. We got this together. You are worthy. You are strong. What happened to you does, does not define you. Um, you break free. Like, you really, really, really break free from that. Um, but it's really hard to get to those places without an altered state like you know you hear a lot of people with psychedelics and ayahuasca journeys and mm-hmm. and meditation you need to go deeper than the surface and that's why regular counseling regular therapy plays a part but it very rarely gets to the root of it you end up going in circles a lot of the time because you don't go deeper so um, we do, and we talked about this too so now everybody here knows so I, I've, I've been to therapy and i went to therapy for about a year and it was right before I kicked off my TikTok and the election and all that crap. Um, and I did. I healed a lot of it. I, I really do. I feel like I healed a lot of the physical stuff and a lot of like that kind of stuff. Because obviously I wouldn't have been able to do the TikTok and stuff if I was still kind of holding on to that. But as we started kind of working together, there was a lot of other things that apparently I didn't touch on. And a lot of because And I fucked up. I mean, straight away. I, I do. And so let's let's talk about that. Can we talk? I, I mean, people are going to mess up. So I, I was doing really good, but then I messed up. Like, I, I, I messed up. And that happens. That's not doesn't mean that I'm going backwards necessarily. Oh, no, no, no. Um, that just means that I, I messed up. And that's kind of, we had talked about, like, the betrayal. And, and I had made a TikTok about this. This is all out there. This is not a big secret. So there's the betrayal that kind of came with everything that happened from, you know, mother shipwreck. And that's what I hadn't dealt with. And that causes me to cycle and to yeah. pick people and to make problems that aren't there so that I can get pissed and yeah. push people away before they can push me away. Sure. So, and I, I did mess that up. So what happens, like if, if somebody that's going through this and they, they mess up or they fall off the wagon, 
See, that's the big, that's the biggest. I think, and I, even the word mistake is not the right word. Mm-mm. We get so caught up in falling off. We get so caught up in fucking up. Right. We don't fuck up. We 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 might have fell off, fall off the path a little bit. But what happens is when you fall off, or when you perceive that you fucked up, and you beat yourself up over that, that's that's where the problem happens. It's not the little mistake or the little hiccup. It's when we start to put energy towards that. Oh, I fucked up. Oh, I messed up. Guess mm-hmm. what? Energy flows where energy goes. That's just law. If you go, no big deal. Back on track. You're back on track. You see how fast momentum takes over when you get a bad thought or when you have a bad morning. Mm-hmm. What happens? You start fueling it, and guess what? Your whole day goes to shit. Mm-hmm. If you're quick to pivot and say, "I didn't mess up. I had a moment. I wasn't as strong. Maybe I didn't. I wasn't aware of this." You get back on track. You don't mess up. There's no mess ups. There's no mistakes. It just isn't. There's lessons you're going to learn 300 times. Trust me, I'm the, I'm the king of it. And uh-huh. I, there's still things that I'm learning. But we're going to keep, you, you keep learning. And it's, and it's you, you got to be better be better to yourself. Um, who was it? I can't remember who said it the other day. I saw a video of it. But if we were as good as, like, if we put half the energy into celebrating our little victories, which we always like to call them little, as we did on falling off or our mistakes or fucking up life would be completely different. But every time we have a, make a mistake, we beat ourselves into the ground. But anytime we have progress or make have a victory, we go, nah. Well, Just, we don't because people don't want to sound. Yeah. Well, bullshit. I know. Well, don't come for me. That's just no, the general consensus, no. right? I celebrate fucking everything. But so I, that's when I talk about this stuff, I'm talking to myself too, because I'm not, I know you are. Yeah, it's like, but when you when you get really good at being aware of how you're talking to yourself, it uh, it comes pretty pretty evident, you know, where where your your beliefs are and and or your programming is because if you look at mom and dad or grandma and grandpa or your school or the church, you can see a lot of programming from that too. So, yeah. Okay, so hold on. Let me see if I got questions. Um... So Harley Quinn says, thank you, shit, for doing this. I think it's so helpful. You're very welcome, Harley. So Joey, we had talked before. This is not, we're going to do this, Try. we're going to try and do this monthly, just yeah. so you guys are know. I know there was a lot of people that were upset that they couldn't make it. Yeah. The little victories, yeah. We So we need to celebrate. I fucking, I mean, and we do. And we celebrate everything. And I, I do catch myself thinking like, God, that's dumb. But it's not. You know what? It's fucking not. My breakfast burrito is on point. It's amazing. And you can sit down. I don't even, I don't even want to hear your stuff. Okay. So let's talk about what happened. I'm, I'm going to talk about, what do I want to talk about? Okay. So let's talk about, I know I'm thinking here. Let's talk about what happened. So between when the, the way that I met Joey, actually in sorrow, I thought I saw you in here. I, maybe you're not, but so on five, um, five and six, we took on, <laughs> we took some folks on. And we just, it, it went, it blew up. We took on um, somebody who was doxing somebody and it just exploded. And realistically, we spent way, way, way too much time there. Now, I know this now in hindsight and way too much energy on that. And I, eventually I lost the account. And then we had all these people coming for us. And then I lost another account. And Sorrow had sent me your video. And I should have had it pulled up here. And maybe I will show it next time. But... It was a video where you're talking about, um, now my voice is cracking. I sound like I'm going through puberty. It's a video where you were talking about, I was going to pull it up. 
Um, it always had to be you. Like it had to be, it was you. Do you know what video I'm talking about? Y'all in here know what video I'm talking about. So, and talking about generational curtis and talking about, and she sent this to me and just randomly, and it had really nothing to do with what we were experiencing at the time, but it resonated with me and it resonated hard. Uh Like I had to sit down and I'm like, who the fuck is this clown? (laughs) I didn't know I did it. I was like, oh man, this guy's on such another level. Like, and then I I go to your page, right? And I'm like, no, I'm going to follow you. And then I got booted again. And then I had to come back again. And then you were like one of the, and we had talked about this. You're like my social media home. You were one of the first people I go seek out. I follow you and it helps put me back into my groove. And you followed me back like right away. And you were like, Hey, it's you again. I'm like, yeah, I know my bad. I don't even know. We were on 12 or nine. It doesn't matter. So as the time went on, we kind of, I struggled with this. And so I would swing, you know, we would take on all these people. So I would swing with all these moods and I would take on all that energy that we learned Mm -hmm. now that that's what that was. And I had reached out to Joey because I wanted to learn how to relax essentially, because I don't, I, I, I'm, I don't, I sleep and I work and I mom and I sleep. And he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll teach you how to meditate. We'll teach you how to relax. It'll be, it'll be great. You can't go the way that, you know, I'll very like, it'll be great. I'll teach you how to come down. Sweet. Fucking A Johnson. So we start. I know we start doing this. And the first time it went really well, I want to say, I mean, it did. It was my first time ever being hypnotized. I mean, like it was the one time with Mr. Magic, but that was like in seventh grade. And no, they make you, cl- I, there was no clucking like a chicken. No. The first time it went really well, um, it was just very. I was, it was really all about you letting go. I was, I, yeah. the goal of that one was just allowing you to, allowing me to show you that your mind can disconnect that way and to show you that you're not always this conscious analytical mind because you're so busy with so many things. We all are. Uh, but it was to show you that you can disconnect and connect to yourself, your inner being. And, and have peace within I your did. mind. Yeah, yeah. The first one. The yeah. second one wasn't like that, though. Well, no. It was supposed to be. <laughs> no. Second one wasn't like that. So the second one, we revisited some stuff that I didn't even know I was hanging on to, but I was. Um, and then the third one, <laughs> well, I don't know. So hold on. We got one question. So Daisy Seed wants to know, as a parent with a partner that isn't on this kind of level, do you have any tips to begin a healing journey? This isn't much personal time to focus on myself. Yeah, so that's that's something I see a lot of. Um, it, it's it's hard. So when we go through our awakening or we realize that we have healing to do, we, we start to realize that there might not be too many others around us that understand us. Um, and it, it could make it even more difficult. Um, the only thing you can really do at this point is, is is explain as much as you can to your partner, but at the same time, you're going to have to just do it for you first and find a way. Because when you lead by example and do your work, it's going to it's going to um, overflow into everyone else in your life, and 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 it's going to um, they're going to see the difference in you. So it's not easy to describe this stuff to a lot of people because a lot of my clients are very spiritual. They're you know into tarot and crystals and all, and all that fun stuff that I love. And their other significant other is like, you're batshit crazy. So it's a little tough, but in the end it's about you and, and filling your cup and doing what you need to do 
finding the time. Like we always have time. We, if it's five in the morning, you got to get up to do it. Do it at five in the morning. Go do 10 minutes of meditation in the morning. Start it and start small. But do it for you first. Don't worry about them. And when you lead by example and start to raise your vibration and, 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 and do the healing yourself, you're going to see a difference. And they're going to understand or, or, they're, or, or they're not. But you got to do it for you, period. And it is, and this, I mean, I mean, you guys have been with me a long time, so you know that this is not how we started, um, <laughs> by far. And this is not, I, it's probably going to change again, but this is, it's all connected though. I just can't connect it yet. You're, but start, I, you're starting to realize that you're so much more than this human experience. And yes. Like, I'll be completely honest. We're multidimensional beings. Like we are so much more than this. So uh, you're, you're hesitating, but I'm, they've all been here. So Batty came on and Batty straight out flat ass fucking told us yeah. that she thinks she's part alien. Yeah. So, so she's are got the all, God gene. So are all, a lot of us. And, and you know, uh, it's hard to understand for a lot of people, but when you start to go within yourself, uh, you start to see these things start to develop. You start to tap into different, parts of the universe that you never thought were possible. Like I've had some fucking experiences that would, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, they're, they're wild. They're out there. But the more you believe and the more you trust, um, the more these things happen uh, because it's usually, it's usually doubt and fear that, that put resistance to this connection. So let's talk about doubt really quick because I've, I've got a lot of comments and I've had a lot of people say, I feel like I'm making it up when I do this. Sure. And I did too. And yeah. I'm not. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not. I thought I was because I'm like, no, no. Well, and then as it started happening more and more, I'm like, no, I'm not. Because then things happen. Like things, it's, you're not making, this is all... I don't know. You're not making it up. It's well, not start- like it may be a little bit different than what it's supposed to be, but you're not making it up. And I think that's what people get really hung up on. They're like, I only am thinking about this right now because I really want it to be this way. It's like, well, well yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, there's, there's a deeper knowing that you have. And when it starts to come into your experience, you start to trust it. It goes against your conditioning, you know, whether that's from the church or school or your parents, you're conditioned or Hollywood. Let's look, what has Hollywood done for about aliens? It's, it's demonized aliens. It's demonized spirituality, essentially. Um, but you're, you're, you're having that internal battle. So you have your belief system and your, and your, your, you know, your programming versus your deep soul knowing of who you are. So there's always going to be that push and pull in the beginning. until you start letting go and say, okay, well, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to go with this and see what happens. And when you do that, you start to get more and more proof. You start to get confirmation, validation. And, and the more you trust, the more you let go, more and more. And it happens faster and quicker and more intensely. And that's you're going to get to a point where you go all in on this or you back the hell up and go back to where you were. But when you start to awaken this way and you start to trust that inner being, it's I don't know how you could go the other way because life gets way too good. Life gets way too good. Uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fine. I mean, 
Yeah, just... there's just, and we've, we've talked, we've talked a lot about that. And we've talked about my theory and how none of this, this just, it just can't. They know it. They know it. I've talked about it. Not all of them believe me. Yeah. But I just don't feel like any of this is fucking real anymore. Yeah. And it, it can't be. And whether it's, it's optics, when you talk about the media and you talk about all that jazz, or whether it's divine intervention. Yeah. And, and we, we talk about the aliens because we can now because CNN's talking about them. So we might as hell well. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. Everybody and have you have you talked about close encounters the fifth kind with them? Um, not you know, this live, no, I have not. Because they told me to watch it. Well, we did on Baddie's live. Okay, cool. I told them that why I was going to Wyoming and that I was going to Wyoming. So Joey's a big part of why I'm going to Wyoming. Um I I watched this close encounters the fifth kind with a completely overly skeptical just ate peanut brittle i'm not even oh but then you know what happened is they started to talk about devil's tower and it's like boop like all of this stuff started happening they're all very aware of old man shipwreck and they're all very aware of what he did and all this jazz yeah and i'm like fuck that's where i want to go that's where i gotta go i gotta go there and it like and and so i booked and i booked the tp that day i'm I'm going and i'm staying in a tp and joey's a big part of the reason of that that's why i'm gonna go and I'm going to do the whole breathing, meditation, unplugging as much as I can thing while I'm there. And I'm going to try and have my own awakening. Kind of like when you got into your accident, mm-hmm. only without all of the accident. Yeah. Like I'm, going to do, like I'm going to do it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. The big, the big thing you got to realize and remember when you go into something like that is to release expectation on how that's supposed to happen. Right. Really, and- really because the universe has a really magical way of giving you what you even more than you think is possible when you let go so that's why i told you meditation is so important is is to get into that flow and understand what that feels like for you and finding your your center and finding your practice so when you go to some place like that you can get into that state and just receive because it's it's not about i want this in this way it's just like okay i'm here what am I here for? I'm open to it and allowing that to happen. I've had so a- meditation is not going to be the same for everybody. I don't sit. No. I mean, I don't sit well and everybody, I mean, we've, and cause I've had a lot of people ask me this too. They're like, well, I can't meditate. My brain is too crazy. And I'm going to be really honest. I used to think the same thing. Cause when you, you picture meditation, but meditation for me turned out to be mowing the lawn Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah just the 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 sound of the mower and just because you're doing kind of the same thing over and over it's almost hypnotic and then all of a sudden all of this stuff would happen or like just sitting in my like i was sitting in my bed one morning and i was talking to tom lynn and we were talking about axine vase and shedding and we started talking about the other stuff and then it was just like boom 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 and literally nothing i wasn't really doing anything but i was extremely relaxed that morning and we were just chatting. I was just really, there was stuff going on outside. Somebody was mowing outside. Maybe that was it. But so talk to everybody about what, not everybody sits like the meditating Frenchie. No. Tell, so talk to me. I am a huge, 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 like, look, there's a lot of people that will tell you, you need to meditate like this, meditate like that. Meditate. That's cool. Fine. If, if you resonate with that, that's awesome. I like to just throw the fucking book out and just go find what works for you because I love to use binaural beats. So I talk to you about binaural beats. I play them in the background for my, my hypnosis sessions. It's they're okay. different, different frequencies. And I, I have a whole okay. playlist if your, your followers want to have it. Um, 
it's something to focus on. Like, look, like, listen to the mower. It's become a thing for you, right? The, the sound of the mower allows your mind to focus on something, or maybe even subconsciously it does. It doesn't, even, you don't even know, but it brings you into that trance-like state. Mm-hmm. With, with this is the same. You've got to find something to focus on. But you don't have to be seated across, seated cross-legged. You don't have to be hands like this. You don't have to have your little corner being perfect. Sometimes I sit in this chair, feet on the floor. Your 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 corner is amazing. Don't thank get me, you. Don't don't listen. Do I'm not attacking your corner. Ooh. I love it. How you far? Know, How far is it? You know I love it. Yeah, um, but it really is just finding what works. And some people start lying down, and that's a really good way to start because you can relax more. The only issue with that, you you risk falling asleep. And with meditation, your goal is not to fall asleep. Um, but finding your groove. Some people love guided meditations. Some people love binaural beats. Some people love complete silence, focusing on your breath. There's a million ways to meditate. But once you find what works for you, that's what will give you that moment of, okay, I think I found that pocket. Because everybody goes, well, I, I think too much. I can't shut the brain down. You're not going to start meditating and let's say you take 20 minutes and have a 20 minute meditation where you're thoughtless. It doesn't work that way. We're human. We, I still go 10 minutes in my meditation and go, Oh shit, I forgot to pick up the dog crap in the front. It takes, yeah. Like when we do our thing, it sometimes it takes, like I have to stop for a minute and then regroup because yeah. I will, I'll fall out. I'll be like, God dang it. <laughs> I have to come back in. But the thing is, the more you do it, just like going to the gym, the stronger you get. So you, the more you train your meditative muscle, the better you'll get it as a thought comes in, just letting it go. Thought comes in, you let it go. And you go back to what you're focusing on, whether that's mm-hmm. your breath, the music, um, whatever it is that you're, or the mantra, whatever the, that is that you're focusing on. And then you're going to find in that 10-minute meditation, you're going to have three or four seconds where you found that peace. You're like, whoa, what was that? My thoughts are gone. What, what, what the fuck was that? It's undeniable. When you find it one time, you'll know. And sometimes it's only three seconds, and the next time you might get really excited for the next time and not have one. But then the more you do it, the three seconds is going to go to 10, 30, and then you're going to end up going 20 minutes sometimes of just in a zone that you can't put into words. And you take off. Some some people travel. They go they go places. Um, yeah, so. So Marla wants, Marla wants to know. Um, could you be meditating and not realize you are? Sometimes I feel like I fell into a pocket and snapped out. Yeah, I was mowing. So this is, people ask me all the time, what if I'm the person you can't hypnotize? And I'm like, okay, listen to this. How many times have you gotten in your car, driven to work or your friend's place or your girlfriend's place, get in your car, start it, and all of a sudden you're fucking there. You're like, Mm -hmm. what the Fuck. I don't remember turning, signaling, stopping. I don't remember any of that. That is a perfect example of you being in a hypnotic trance. You're working from the subconscious mind. You're not even there. The subconscious knows the route, knows the route, knows where to stop, where to signal, knows everything. You're in a hypnotic trance. So I'm guessing she's thinking about a time sort of like that, where you think you're zoned out completely. That is that is a, a type of hypnosis right there. There, everyone's freaking out about this one. Right? Tom, Tom Alin says it's a glitch in the matrix, but we don't let Tom Alin talk much. Of yeah. <laughs> so somebody had mentioned the bulls, and I was actually kind of curious about the bulls as well. And so the sounds of the bulls are so calming. And you do bulls on your lives on TikTok, correct? 
You got your bowl here. Yeah. See, I don't know about that. That mowing. You get. That ensemble. Your... So, are... what is the sound bowl supposed to do? Is that supposed to be like the snapping of the fingers? Well, for me, it's the way you to start. Be careful with that too. Starting and no, no, I don't. I don't do so. I don't hypnotize people in my meditations. I, it's, there's a there's a difference between a meditation and a, and a hypnosis session. But this is just what I use to start and end my meditations. It's I love the sound of it, and you can actually make it sing. You just like if you, I don't. I'm not very good at it. If you go around the bowl, you can anyway. Have, oh, I can't because it's not, not going to do anything. God. <laughs> We're going to work on that. So Joey's going to come back next month, and by next month, he's going to do Over the Rainbow. <laughs> yep. We're still yeah. there. Uh, but, I don't like the bulls. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, I don't know that I did get a not, mower. Not everybody likes them. But, I'm going to send him a John Deere. Yeah. So, yeah, not everybody's going to like it, right? Not everybody's going to like the sound. Not everybody's going like, to like, like that stuff. But it's like your meditation. Find what works. Get yourself a sound machine. I sleep with a sound machine on. I have to, otherwise I can't. I don't do the quiet well. And then, yeah. like, my kids sounds like a ripper. One, there's six and four, and I, you, we have to have one. I'm in my 30s, and I still sleep with one. So you know, I don't. Whatever. No uh, I light sandalwood incense. Scents do it. So what about what are your thoughts on smells? I'm a big smell person. Um, big smell person, like huge okay. smell person. So my favorite thing to burn right now, and some of your, I'm sure. I'm sure some of your uh, followers have this stuff, but this is more of a. <laughs> They're like you're our followers now, so. So this is Palo Santo, and uh, this is I think this one's harvested in California, but if you burn this, I burn this before every client, every session. I have a little, um, I have quite the, um, I guess ritual that I do before I work with anyone. I clear my energy, okay. set my intention, and I burn this, uh, and I ask it to remove anything that isn't mine that I may have taken on from the, the session that I did. Because when I, when you do this kind of work and you're as sensitive as I am and I'm sensitive as, as a lot of you are empaths, sensitive beings, we take on a lot of shit. And when you do this kind of work where I deal with a lot of sexual abuse and a lot of deep trauma and a lot of crap, look, you need to make sure that you're protected and you clear your shit because you gotta be, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be on your game. Palo Santo is my favorite. I love a lot of incense. Some incense gives me head headaches, but Palo Santo is my go-to right now for any smell. It's the best. So Sneaks says you're speaking her life. So Sneaks is the one that's sending me about 16 pounds of sage to burn, yeah. to smudge. So, so I heard you got some witch talk on here too, huh? I do have witch talk. I got some witch talk in here. Um, so, so they that's not the same. Is it? It's it is, but it's not. Like it's all spiritual. See, energies. people will have different opinions on this. Okay. One of my dear friends uh, is the most beautiful witch in the world. Uh, she sent me a box, uh, a healer box. So she sent me a ton of white sage, cedar, a uh, ton of incense, a bunch of oils she made. Um, like just this amazing box of just protect, protection box, she called right. it. Something to bur- bury, in, bury in, in, under my front step when I bought this new house to protect my home. Like, yeah, like crazy stuff. It was just awesome. I, I watched a thing on that. But, I, but she, it was a person that was a little guy. So she's, she's native American and she's, she's no, she's, she's been through many past lives where she's been these healers and, and witch, witches and which is such a, a word that has such a negative, you know, spin to a lot of people, but right. they're, 
yeah, they're awesome. I love, I love. Is, yeah, he already knows snakes. We kind of touched on that. <laughs> but so, yeah, they're sending me. So I was live on YouTube. So we can talk about the energies for a little bit. So I was live on YouTube. Um, was it not yesterday, it was the day before. And yes. I just went, or not YouTube, on Instagram. I just went live. And I randomly go live on Instagram. That's just the fun stuff. Like they do on TikTok, but I don't do on TikTok because TikTok. So I'm live and I'm greeting everybody and we're talking and we're doing our thing. And we're doing the thing that we always do. You know, we're laughing, we're joking around. And then it was just boom. And it was just done. I was done. I'd, I, could, I started to cry and I couldn't stop crying. And everyone's like, my God, what's wrong? And I'm like, I can't, I don't know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. Sneaks and I had a long conversation after that. And, and I know you and I had talked after that. Because then after that, I kind of went, uh, all of that old stuff, like, and I went straight back to what I knew. And was done and um you had talked about it possibly not being an energy that was mine but that i do are you rolling your eyes i swear no no what is it like 18 hours from here to there no no you know i like to road trip who's down i'm not rolling my eyes but i'm 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 I'm, yeah are you agreeing okay of course well we bet i mean we had a we 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 got together after that i want we did get together after that yeah eventually but no, we, um, so we did, and we talked about it and you had, you were pretty convinced that whatever had happened wasn't mine. And so we had to go through this whole process and we had to make it leave. Yeah. And then once it left and the door slammed, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. and then we had to fill a space. Right. So now yeah. I feel now today, like I'm fucking on point, like I'm on point. I feel amazing. Nothing. We're not doing the swing sneaks. We're just, so talk to me about energies and how you suck in other people's energies and what people can do. And you gave me a map and some God names and yeah. I got it. I drew it all out. Yeah. So I, I set up a grid, you know, I might get the names wrong, but let me get this out to make sure. My uh, book is over there. So I'm just- I drew like a whole thing and then I drew me in the middle. Yeah. So I, as a healer, as I've, as I really dove into my spirituality and allowed that to happen, a few things have happened. So I'll touch on this. I grew up in the Catholic church. Um, had a moment in confession that really threw me off when I was 12. So I went away from the Catholic church completely. I went pretty much atheist at that point. Until I was, you know, I always knew there was something, but I went pretty much atheist. Uh, I was like to the church for a long time. Okay. Um, so the word God, Jesus, even like weren't words that I used. I didn't, I felt uncomfortable around them just because of this weirdness that happened. Um, so it wasn't until I really had my rock bottom and my spiritual awakening. And and I did a month long retreat in Guatemala. I remember going into this temple where we're going to meditate for the first time. And then there's the statue of Jesus. And I'm like, okay, that was weird. Triggered me. Statue of, Virgin, of the mother of Mother Mary triggered me. Statue of Buddha, and then some Islamic stuff, and all these other things, all there at once. And I'm just like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Right. But then I start to realize, like, oh, through my evolution, that it's all the same. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's all the same. It doesn't matter. No, and and so since then, my connection with Christ has grown insanely. Like insane. Like I'm, I'm in meditation and I'm seeing an illuminated cross. I'm feeling the Virgin Mary beside me. Like I'm talking stuff that I can't, if you, if I would have told you, I'd be talking about this shit four years ago and I told you slap me and put me in an insane, insane asylum. 
but we're talking and this is this isn't church this is spiritual oh don't isn't... get them but don't get them don't get them confused like no. for my people not for you but for like this isn't no. religion no. this is i can't explain this i'm re- i'm not religious but but like i'm good like i'm good oh, <laughs> like i'm set like i know i know jesus was the shit i know he wasn't he was this dude that could do so many things that was so connected i know there was there's so much real there i don't know how much but i know it's real and i'm not going to go to the church and ask for questions i go within myself to get those answers uh, and i always get them. um but from there I, I started to meet a lot of people and doing the work i do i had to start protecting myself more because i started to take on what's called and this isn't to scare anybody but i call them attachment energies so when you're in a lower vibrational state when you're depressed and when you're you're, you're just in that lower vibration energy. Some different energies can attach to you. And for me, I always noticed it after a couple of days of being off. I'd be like, why do I feel like shit? And I started realizing, Oh, okay. So I would kind of scan myself as in meditation going, okay, what isn't mine? What's here that isn't mine. And I would feel it instantly. And that's what I did with you. I said, mm-hmm. if there's anything that isn't yours, come forward. Now I said, do this, right? Remember when I said, do this. Mm-hmm. What did you feel right away? The big black monster, but he was sad. Right. And so it's not to be scared of. There's nothing to be scared of. All you need is awareness. Mm-hmm. And when you know that it isn't yours, you cleanse it. And I have a, obviously a, a thing that I did with you, and I showed you to break the contracts, the cores, the connections, the imprints with this energy. And you let it go. You send it to the light. That's what you are. You're a light being. You're made of light. Send it to the light. And um, so I started doing that stuff and taking a lot of, a lot of energy on and then a really amazing witch, uh, and intuitive healer told me about the grid and cause I was putting my bubble up. So my protection was, I put my bubble up or my shield up saying I'm protected, but it didn't seem to be enough. So what I started doing, uh, I started working with the archangels. So the archangels can't be fucked with. <laughs> okay. And I'm just thinking about my older self looking at me talking about this right now, and it's just so hilarious. Why? Uh, no, but it's just my old oh. old me looking at me talking about this. It's just like what? But now, no, I'm just, like this is this is the best stuff ever. Honestly, this honestly is, it is, and it's what everybody. It's. I don't care. Like you need it. Like, shut your I'm, mouth. Yeah, it's the I don't want to hear it. Sorry. Well, I, I set up what's called a grid. So Archangel Michael. Uriel, Gabriel, and Raphael are the four corners. Okay, think of that at your, as your four corners. And a Megatron. And above, above is Metatron, and below is Sindelphon. I don't even know if I pronounced the last one, but Sindelphon's below. You did. So I googled it. Grid of energy around you, mind, body, soul, this life, any dimension, any plane. Just making sure that you put that up. That's what I do every morning, every night. I'm telling you, the change that I've had just doing that and setting the intention has been insane. It's been crazy. And another thing that I did with the property I'm on, so you guys heard about the 250 Native uh, uh, Aboriginal children that were found. That's like an hour from from where I live. So so that got dense. I'm sorry. But there's this is American land, right? This is Native American land. Most of our land is. So I was told to ask for permission to live here. And I went around my, my property with some sage asking for permission. And again, it changed the, the energy of my home and where I live. And some people might think it's nuts, but it, it, it literally did that quickly. Asking for permission 
and saying thank you to being <laughs> to live where I live changed a lot for me. Um, but yeah, that grid using we that. used to we used to live like where we live used to be a river. Like it all used to be underwater. Yeah. So I don't know who I'd ask. Like if I were to do this, I don't know. It's not. I mean, and it's not. We see it all the time. I mean, yeah. if you believe enough in ghosts and hauntings and shit. <clears throat> Then you would have to believe it enough to be able to do, especially with the Native American stuff. And that's... Oh, their culture is... It's really... Well, and so we live in a very Native American rich area. And I took the kids down to the museum yesterday, the Lewis and Clark Museum, and they talk about... um, Oh, I can't think of her name now. When... I can't think of her name. Sacagawea. So she went through and then um, Sergeant... Lewis or whatever he died here and she did a whole but this it's just this whole they're yeah. very celebrated here yeah. and that's why and I went down there for Batty because of what's going on in Canada and she really wanted to do something nobody around here is really doing anything but yeah that's beside the point but it's um that's the thing with Devil's Tower too though yeah that's it's, the whole story behind it it's Native American yeah 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 and they, what do you think they were doing? What do you, who do you think they were communicating with? Well, the gods Daily. from the bear. Well, the, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, do we want to go there? It's up. I'm leaving it up to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. You, you know, a lot of people believe the angels are aliens. Aliens are angels. There's no, no. Aliens are what we see on TV. That's how we see them. And there are, I think there are beings that look like, your typical alien, but there are a lot of energy, energetic beings that don't look the same. Yeah. Um, so the, the our, our core belief at this point, anyway, in the game is that, or mine and theirs, but is that we know there's religion, but the gods probably were extraterrestrial. Yeah. Or extraterrestrial were the gods. It was one or the other, or both. Yeah. But so when you're talking about God and heaven and angels, because yeah. if you go back and you look like the cave drawings and all. They're all there. I mean, you got the saucers. Man, they saw the shit. I, yeah. You can't. If dinosaurs could have drawn, they would have. Yeah, and they're and they're 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 here for us. Not let's be honest. If they wanted to take care of us, they would have a long time ago. Yeah, that's you know? well, that's a whole nother. Yeah, let's not let's not go shooting things at anybody. No. Um, I saw a question. Uh, Native American here, Penobiscot. I can say can't. My husband is a pastor. I'm not your typical pastor's wife. I know that. Um, the church, I mean, I had a very similar experience. I was a little bit older. Um, and they they booted me, actually, because I asked too many questions. Kind of like what I'm doing now about why. Well, why is it like that? Right. Why doesn't it just happen this way? And they told me, like, after years, I was, I was, I was seven, 16. I was 16. I had to be confirmed. And they wouldn't confirm me after years of catechism and then confirmation. The church wouldn't confirm me because I asked too many questions. So do you you guys want me? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) They're just like, girl, bye. I was like, all right, bet. Yeah, no doubt. Best. (laughs) Sorry. Not really though. Catholic church is something else. Yeah. Um, I have faith that God will help others. I just struggle trusting. He has my back because of religious upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all going to depend on what you believe in. Everybody needs something to believe in. And at the end of the day, realistically, you guys, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. And here's the thing. Is. The most successful people I know, and I don't mean successful in just 
business and money. I mean, relationships and family and things most together for me are the ones that have the strongest faith. And I have friends that are super into the church still that still have, they understand those laws still at the deeper root of things, like the universal laws, even though they don't put the same words around it. Um, do I think they're limiting? Sometimes I think they're limiting. I think there's, they can tap into more if they didn't have so many rules. That's just my mm-hmm. opinion. But those people in, that I know around me that have the, the strongest faith, whether that's in Buddha or, or, or Muhammad or, or it doesn't matter. Jesus, the universe or source energy, those are the ones that I find have the, the most balanced life and the most just, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's, yeah it seems that way. Um, Aquarius, I was born. Already. So what are your thoughts on birth signs? I've always wanted to ask, and I never thought about it till just now. Do you do the birth sign thing? I mean, I'm at Aries and it lines up, but well, I don't limit myself to it. So many of my, yeah. So that's another thing. So many of my followers are into this realm. So, you know, when it comes it's to a trend right now, astrology, well, it's a trend, but I think it's a good trend because it is. even if it breaks someone open 1%, even if they're in it for the trend, Mm-hmm. It brings them to a place where they can get cracked open and the, the whole, sh- their reality starts to break away. That's a win because you're seeing, right? But a lot of my friends are into astrology and they always want to know when I was born, where I was born. They give, I give them the times and whatever, and they run with it. And you're like, you're a Taurus here and Taurus and this and this and that moon and that and this. I don't know enough about it, okay. but I'm so intrigued by it. I love it all. I love the that. Oh, I love it all. I love numerology. I love all of that. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all just not right on. Uh, Joyce, so much being the church, the relationship experience. Everybody's now, everybody's dropping their signs. See, so Archangel Michael is my favorite. I know a lot of people that wear the St. Mike, um, the pendant. I used to have one. We buried old man shipwreck with one to be. That's that. Um, I'm only Virgo. I don't know. I'm an Aries. You're a god dang. You wouldn't be an Aries. You're too late in the month. But just... our birthdays are the same month. I don't know if you knew that. I'm the bull. I'm a, I'm a Taurus. I'm I'm an Aries. I'm a fire thingy. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming up on an hour. So Joey, the at the lap the 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 the, the yeah, last couple minutes of the the thing. Yeah. Fuck. Give me your final thoughts. What are your final thoughts um, on anything? If I could say anything to anyone, learn to meditate. Honestly, it's the easiest thing once you just give yourself a chance to be shitty at it in the beginning and trust that you're going to get better. When when you start to, to go within yourself, um, things happen, things change. So I don't know. I just I want I just want everyone to understand that they have everything within themselves already. As cliche as it sounds, I'm not here to you know just blow rainbows. I'm just I mean it. Once all your answers are within you, and if you have stuff you got to deal with, find someone to help you. Do the shadow work. Find a healer that resonates with you and do the work. You'll never regret going deep and, and healing the wounds that are holding you back. That's all. Okay. Um, so I know I want more. We always, I always keep these right to an hour. I know, I know, I know. Everybody hates the hour, but I'm like, if I go too long, then I feel like it gets too long. And But if I don't go any longer, then I don't feel like we get to everything. But all of Joey's information is in the description of the, the video below. So his website, you can follow him on TikTok. I follow him. You can follow him on Instagram. You can reach out to him anywhere, right? Yeah. Anywhere. DM me on it. If you really want to um, DM me on Instagram, it's probably the easiest way to 
get a hold of me and get a quick answer. If you email me, it might take a little while. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So DM him on Instagram. Um, you do, you were looking to do, oh, what was I going to say? We are. So next week, actually, Joey, so Joey and I set up kind of almost like an exclusive private. Um, and we were going to do, where he's going to do his thing as in a group I'm gonna, setting. I'm going to guide, I'm going to guide a meditation. Right. Um, so, and that's in my, buy me a cup of coffee link, which is the link is also below down here. So if that's something you guys want to come to as well, you can, it's $25 for everybody, $15 for members. Um, this is something we had a pretty good surge with this. So this might be something we'll do again. If next Thursday night does not work for you, Joey and I are also going to continue to work together at least once a month. We're working on that because of scheduling, but we're going to, yeah. <laughs> um, so Janine, will Joey work with my, yeah. I mean, hit him up. You can ask him, send him a DM. Yeah. So, so know if you work with our daughter. Just on that right now, like I'm, I'm about eight weeks out at this point for anybody new. Um, if you're in, interested. So how I work is I'll have a zoom call with you for anybody who's looking to work with me. We have to make sure we connect and we have a good connection. Like we vibe mm-hmm. because this work does take a lot of vulnerability and a lot of trust. But if you know that I'm your person after that call, this work can change so much for you. Um, and I'll tell you this too. I'm not selling myself. If you find someone else that resonates with you, that does this type of work, do it. Don't, don't just invest and do it. I'm telling you, it'll, it'll, it'll change a lot for you when you let go of those, of those things. And we've, um, we've talked about this a little bit. Like I resonated with you, but for me, like I could, I wouldn't be able to go to a female healer to do yeah. this because I'm very dominant female. Yep. And so I need a dude because I yep. need to yep. S- yep. shut up. I need someone to tell me what to do. You guys are very welcome. And I want to thank you all for coming tonight, too. I appreciate your faces. I love you. Tomorrow night, we are going to be live with Right Side Batty at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then Saturday night, we'll be live again with Kramer. We're going to get the updates on everything else that's going on. Um, Joey, thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to do this again. I can't wait to see you next week. Everybody, if you want to come next week, make sure you go get signed up. And that's all I got. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I just want to say I'm just grateful for this opportunity and everybody in here to just share my story and for all of you holding space for me. So thank you. We'll hold all the space for you. Good night, you guys. And we are going to end it in.